And we are back for another episode of Rewind and Reconsider, your favorite podcast where we look back at our favorite childhood movies, rewind them, and then reconsider them in modern times. I am your host, Harrison Fagan, joined as always by my co-host, Mia Graviador. Mia, what movie did you bring us today? Uh, well, as I, as you know, the holiday is coming up, Valentine's Day, you know that Valentine's Day is coming up, right? Is, am I supposed to do a bit and pretend I don't know? I already watched it like four gifts. <laughs> okay, anyways, um, we are going to watch Valentine's Day. That's the name Valentine's of Valentine's Day? Valentine's Day. Okay, there you go. Did I say it wrong? Yeah, the 2010 hit smash. Valentine's Times Day. <laughs> <laughs> Mia, other than the holiday coming up and you trying to, you know, bring us some good, like, seamless SEO synergy, why are we watching this movie? Because it's Valentine's. Okay, but, like, did you like this movie? Have you seen this movie? Yeah, I have. So I remember watching this movie in theaters. Uh, It was 2010, so I think I was a sophomore in high school, if I'm doing math correctly. Don't ask me the age. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, it wasn't like, you know, when you're young and you're like, you could hang out with friends by yourselves, but you really can't go anywhere. So we just would watch tons of movies and just, was it good? Was it bad? Doesn't matter. It was just hanging out at the movie theater. So this was one of them. Um, I remember wanting to go see this movie because Taylor Lautner was in it and I wanted to see him, but I wasn't going to admit that to anyone. Um, was it good? You know? That remains to be seen. <laughs> it's, so, it's it's a stacked cast. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, it, there's a lot of people in it. So we have uh, Kathy Bates, Jessica Alba, Jessica you Biel. You led with Kathy Bates? Yes. Is she, like, the lead of this movie? That seems unlikely. Uh, maybe it was in, like, oh, you know what? It's in alphabetical order. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I feel like Kathy Bates was not the lead of the... I didn't even know she was in this. She's a lead in my heart, so. Okay. All right. Uh, Bradley Cooper, Patrick Dempsey, Jamie Foxx, Jennifer Gardner, Topher Grace, Anne Hathaway, Ashton Kutcher, Queen Latifah, Taylor Lautner, George Lopez, Emma Roberts, George Julia Lopez? Rob- yeah, George Lopez. <laughs> and uh, Taylor Swift in her acting debut. Her one and only. Well... No, she was in Cats. Oh, fuck yeah, she doesn't have a good track record. Movies. Yeah, you know, I'm going to go ahead and guess that she fired her agent over booking this movie as uh, her big, you know, American cinematic debut. I remember she wasn't really that much in it, so. Oh, I mean, it doesn't, given the list of, the, the length of the cast, I'm guessing none of them are in it that much. Um, so it's like. Is this just like a, is, is the plot of the movie just like, hey, look at these famous, beautiful people. They're like all different stories and they all. I think they all connect somehow, but it's like different stories about people on Valentine's Day. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what else to say about this movie other than it's Valentine's Day. <laughs> it's about love. That, that's the plot. It's just, it's Valentine's Day. Yeah. You know, we, you, all, we all go through it. Babe, you have Jessica Alba and Jessica Biel. Those are your like two top crushes in like your childhood. So I think you should be okay with this movie. Yeah, I guess. Um... All right, anything else you think we should know before we go settle in for our early Valentine's Day? You think it's going to hold up? Uh, we'll see. That like, really on a, like on a 1 to 10 rating, where do you think this is going to rank? Like 1 being Kiki's Delivery Service, 10 being Hubie Halloween. That's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think this movie will be 
enjoyable to watch because it's so cheesy. But it's not going to be like, oh, this this movie wasted my time, I think. I'm going to give it that. I'm going to be pretty optimistic because I'm the one that's bringing this movie. <laughs> okay, well, uh, we will be back to let you all know how we felt about this movie, how we uh, felt it hold up. Uh, I think Mia it has graciously volunteered to give letter grades to each member of the cast for how much they killed their role. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we will be back in just a couple seconds through the magic of podcast editing. Okay. Thanks, everyone. All right. Open up the recording now. Happy Valentine's Day. No. (laughs) All right, and we are back. We just watched Valentine's Day. And before we get into everything... What was that? Valentine's Day. Yeah. Did I say it wrong? You said times. No, I didn't. (laughs) Yeah, you did. Whatever. We'll let the the audience decide. But... (laughs) He's not even gonna cut it. No, I'm not. Uh, before we get into everything, Harrison is going to do the 60 second summary in which he is going to summarize this movie in 60 seconds. Now, well, this, well, I'm gonna try. Uh, yeah, yeah, you, you'll see why. All right, and okay, so this movie starts out with Ashton Kutcher proposing to Jessica Alba. I'm not gonna use. Wait, can I wait? Can I start over? Hold on. Okay, so I'm not gonna use any character names because I, think I do not understand. remember the name of any of these characters. No so one does. I'm just gonna it's, I'm just gonna go actor. It's names. the Ashton Kutcher character. Actually, no, Jessica Alba's character was Morley. <laughs> yeah, so I guess if they made a movie about just those those two, it would be Morley and me. Alright, you ready? She loved her dog. You ready? Yeah. Alright, so the movie starts out with Ashton Kutcher doing the weirdest proposal ever where he gets out of bed and he just like puts a ring on Jessica Alba's finger and she says yes, but then when she shows up at his flower shop, she is like, well, actually I can't wear it to work because then people are going to ask me about it. And then later on, he finds out that she's just like doesn't want to get married to him and she when she tries to move out in the middle of the day when he's not there. Also, he's best friends with George Lopez who has a wife that he likes to go on swing sets with on Valentine's Day. Then, cut away, we go to Anne Hathaway and she is dating... Uh, Foreman slash Venom uh, and he it's not really he works as a mailing room guy and she works as a phone sex operator and he's like oh no I can't date a phone sex operator Uh, and so they break up but then they learn a real lesson about true love and they come back together and uh, everybody learns a big lesson in the end the end Uh, okay you missed so much there is so much plot. Okay, the reason why this is this movie is really hard to sum up in I 60 seconds. I could not seconds. summarize this movie if I tried. There are so we many... We would be here for as long as the movie is. The plot lines in this movie are like... Okay, so we, we kind of said it was kind of like that uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode where Charlie is like has all the strings and stuff like yeah. that. That's literally this movie. Yeah, no, this movie is like... Uh, it, it's like Babel, but for Valentine's Day. Babel? Isn't that the movie where like all the stories are connected or something? What the fuck? Babel? Yeah, I thought there was a... Who's in it? Who's in this movie that you're Brad seeing? Pitt's in it? Babylon? No, no, that's a different movie. Oh my god, you're gonna look Hold it up. On, I'm gonna Google it. Anyways, um, so yeah, this movie has a bunch of plot lines that kind of intersect with each other, so that's why it was kind of hard to... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Okay, oh, right. B-A-B-E-L, yes. Yeah. Uh, it's like that, but for Valentine's Day and less sad. Yeah. Okay, I get you. Or like crash. Like a lot. Yeah, actually, that's a that's a more that's a better reference. Yeah. A lot more people probably know that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the movie that shouldn't have won the Oscar. Apparently, I, people are I mad have about no, that. I have no takes on that. I've never watched it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know what? I have watched Valentine's Day. So let's talk about <laughs> Valentine's Day. So here we're gonna break down. 
all the plot lines, but we're going to go by characters because I feel like that's the only way we can keep track of everything and not go insane. Yeah, basically this movie is just like every single scene kind of ends with like another character from a different plot line like running into one of these people in LA. But and like, it's like, it's like, oh my God, that's George Lopez. He's on his way to go meet Ashton Kutcher, I guess. I, I have to say this. It kind of does work. It's not like super confusing. Like you don't lose track of who's who. It's kind of yeah, like, oh. There's, there's just a lot of characters to keep track yeah. of. Yeah. All right. So we're going to start with the Ashton Kutcher and Jessica Alba character. Um, okay. Ashton Kutcher is a florist? He owns a floral shop. So yeah, I guess sort of. Yeah. He seems to own a pretty big one. Yeah. Because he lives in the Venice Canals, which I'm like. That's fucking expensive. I know. At first, I, at first, the movie makes you think he's like a delivery driver because he gets into the delivery truck. And I'm like, how would he afford a house in the Venice? But it turns out he yeah. owns a floral shop, I guess. Um. So. so, yeah. So, as Harrison said, he wakes up his girlfriend, Jessica Alba, to propose to her. And I was telling Harrison, if he ever did that to me, I would murder him because why would you do that? Well, right you don't the- like being woken up. You're I- really crazy. That's like the le- I-, I think if I were to pick a time of day that I think I'm most likely to get a no from you on something, it's right <laughs> when I wake you up. So, yeah, I would not have chosen No that coffee. Time. She didn't have any coffee. She was still yeah. in her pajamas. I mean, she looked good, but she's Jessica Alba, and this is a movie. But, like, in reality, I'd probably look like shit. No, you'd look great. No. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so he proposes to her, and she's kind of like, yeah. So then he goes back to his um, flower shop where he worked with George Lopez in his little... I guess they're like a buddy cop kind of thing. Yeah, buddy florist. Yeah, exactly. Um, Good cop, old so, cop. So, yeah. So, he, Ashton Kutcher, turns out he's also friends with another character, her Jennifer Gardner, which we'll get into. Um, she went to come and visit him, and she was congratulating him, and he basically told everyone that he got engaged. Um, but, yeah. So, then Jessica Alba comes, and the whole story is that she didn't want to get married in the first place, which I was like, well, why did she say yes? But then again, I was like, oh. Yeah, I don't know. Why would somebody say yes to a proposal when they're not ready? You know, things happen. (laughs) (laughs) But she didn't want to stay with him for reasons unknown, I think. Yeah, well, her plotline doesn't really get a resolution. Not really. By the end of the movie, she's like, we see her again. She takes the dog. She takes his dog uh, and moves into a hotel. And then we see her like on the phone with someone at the end of the movie. So I don't know if that's just supposed to be like a metaphor for like she's still in love with her job because she's walking around on Valentine's Day with a phone. Yes. Another thing that was uh, that showed that she was a workaholic is that she had uh, her phone in her hand while she was sleeping. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow. She must really like TikTok. (laughs) No, it was like a Blackberry. Um, So, yeah. What did you think about the whole Ashton Kutcher character? I thought he was really annoying. He was so fucking annoying. Yeah, because he does this, He's just like, like, love is love, and everyone should just love each other. He's just like, every single one of his lines is like a bad Hallmark card. Yeah. He's just like, love is one of the, is one of the last unpredictable things we can do in this world. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it, all right, thanks. Thanks, man. I mean, honestly, I am pretty biased because I have never liked Ashton Kutcher ever, and I've never found him funny. I know it's a hot take, and people love him on that 70s show. Oh, he was on that 70s show, which yeah. also Eric Foreman was in this movie. Yeah. Crazy. Anyways, um, so his plotline was kind of mid. I think, could we say that's kind of the main plotline of this yeah, movie? Yeah, it is the main plotline. It's where they start and it's where they end it. He ends it. He starts the movie proposing to one girl. He ends the movie making out with his best friend on the strangely abandoned on Valentine's Day Venice Canals. Where well, he lives. they said it was like mid- towards midnight. Remember? Because uh, there's a radio announcer. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah. And his... All right. Maybe slightly more plausible. 
Um, so yeah, so that that's the plot line. Um, the next uh, character we meet is Jamie Foxx, who is a sports journalist who does not believe in love. Um, it makes it very clear because he is doing segments on Valentine's Day and he's getting mad at his producer, who is Kathy Bates, who's yeah. criminally underrated in this movie and needs to be in more you scenes. You mean underused? Underused, yes. Yeah, she's in like two scenes. Yeah. She's like, she Why tells even him to go her- out and do a job and then he comes back and she's like, okay, good job. Yeah. That was, that was all they had Kathy Bates for. Um, so yeah, he's, he's like, but mama, I don't want to d- do a story on love. I want to talk about football. It's <laughs> yes. basically the water boy. So he is a sports journalist. He's not a very good journalist. I'm going to no, say this. He's really he's not. fucking sucks at his well, job. Also, this movie just fundamentally under mis- does not understand what sports journalism is. Yeah. There's one point where he gets a press release that this quarterback is going to have a like you know like a press conference and he's like a press conference that's where i can get my exclusive yeah it's like wait what that's not with 15 other people that are already there yeah and then later on in the movie after he asked the guy a question in the press conference he's like well as the news we broke earlier on air yeah and it's like there were like a thousand other media outlets there i mean i guess this is like before the world of twitter because I don't know. Anyways, he's really bad at his job. And, like, when he was doing, like, the man on the street stuff, he was getting names wrong. Couldn't his understand. His camera guy did a better interview. Oh, did yeah. Better 100%. Yeah. Uh, so he ends up, you know, falling in love with the Jessica Biel character, which we'll get back to. Um, and that's how his plot line kind of ends. They're kind of dating, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. They're just hanging out. Um, all right. Our next characters are the Jennifer Gardner character and the Patrick Dempsey character. So Jennifer Gardner uh, is dating this guy and she really likes him. But the guy was like, hey, I have to leave on Valentine's Day. Really sorry. I have to go to like uh, San Francisco to do a heart surgery. Yeah, because he's a doctor because it's Patrick Dempsey. Well, also, you know, if you notice one theme of all of these characters is they basically work in or around the business of love. You know, like Ashton Kutcher works at a floral shop. We don't know what Jessica Alba does, but, um, you know, Anne Hathaway's character is a phone sex operator. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Spoilers. Uh, I'm not there yet. (laughs) Well, you know, he is a doctor that works on hearts. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Every single character is basically somehow tangentially related to love. And so it's about... What about about Julia Roberts? She works in the army. Where's the love there? Well, a mother's love. She's a mother. That's her real job. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, anyway, so, um, yes. So at first I thought, uh, Jennifer Garner worked at the flower shop. Um, I was kind of confused on that, but, um, turns out she's friends with Ashton Kutcher, obviously, but we find out that Patrick Dempsey is cheating on his wife. And how do we find that out? It's because he shows up at the flower shop and asks Ashton Kutcher, Jennifer Garner's best friend to send flowers to her And, and his wife. And he's all like, you know, floors have a code of conduct. If there's any florist out there, like, is that a thing? Is there a floral code? Does yeah, they do you, you have take, to? Like, the florocratic <laughs> oath? Is that how you have to be a florist? Like, yeah. you can't tell anyone? Because uh, if that's the case, then Ashley Could you Kutcher... imagine if there was just a flower shop that just said, like, we are discreet? It's yeah. like flowers for mistresses. Yeah. Well, anyways, um, I forgot who. Was it Ashton Kutcher or was it her friend that said, like, oh, you should just meet him it's at- Ashton Kutcher of course it fucking yeah. was yeah okay so Ashton Kutcher tells her hey you should just go meet him in San Francisco surprise him it's Valentine's Day and she's turns like, out he's not going to San Francisco he's going to his wife <laughs> yeah back to his house yes so she's all like good idea I'm gonna go buy a ticket but this was before Patrick Dempsey walked into the flower shop so um he has a moral dilemma of being like well should I tell her 
is she going to waste her time? Yeah. So he basically chases her down in uh, LAX, which was really unrealistic because I don't think that would ever be allowed. Well, also a baggage claim guy allowed him to like, like gave him an all access pass. Yeah. It, yeah is that it, a thing? I don't think so. How do you get one of those? This movie was made after 9-11. I don't think it was a thing even then. Yeah. Gary Marshall was all like, well, we're not going to. like, whatever. I don't. Uh, logistically, we it don't doesn't matter. to explain this. Anyway, so he tries to stop her and he's all like, he's married. And she's like, oh my God. Uh, but Jennifer Gardner is also a school teacher. That is her job. Where's the love in that? Well, she it, she inspires love in children, as seen by one of her, uh, you know, one of her students trying to, you know, basically, and she teaches a lesson about the origin of Valentine's Day. Ah, uh, okay, all right. I see. I see. I see the thread line here. Yeah. Um. So she gets mad and goes to find. I don't know how, but she somehow finds Patrick Dempsey and his wife at a random ass restaurant. Well, because the weird kid in her class that was constantly taking his shirt off in every scene, it turns out that that kid's dad owns the restaurant. But why would he? Maybe he how like owed her know? a favor. He's like, well, thanks for not reporting my kid constantly taking his shirt <laughs> off in your class. Like, I'll, no, but I'll how let, did she I'll know that he was there? A and how did he know that that was? I don't know. It doesn't make sense. But anyway, she shows up and uh, is pretending to be a waitress, and she's like, surprise, Patrick Dempsey and his wife. I'm going to ruin Valentine's Day for everyone. And that yeah. basically is the end of their plot line. Uh, we go to Topher Grace <laughs> and Anne Hathaway. So they're like a disgusting couple that are in love and it was really awkward and gross. Um, they just had sex. Um, they don't show it, but it's implied. And uh, it's kind of, I thought it was going to be a one night stand. Not. Um, turns out the the plot twist is that Anne Hathaway is a phone sex operator. And Valentine's Day, as she says, their busiest day of the year. Honestly, a working woman, I respect that. Well, she she works two jobs. Exactly. She so she's a temp. A temp. Uh, for apparently a temp as the secretary at a high-powered sports agency while doing phone, while taking phone sex calls while from on her cubicle. The, on the job. So she's getting yeah. paid double. Yeah. So you know what? Queen. Queen. She's a hustle queen. Grind never stops with her. Um, her boss, her temporary boss, Queen Latifah. We'll get back to her. We'll fucking A literal her. queen. Yeah, a literal queen. Yeah. Um, so for queens. Topher Grace and Anne Hathaway work in... The same building, I guess, for the day? I yeah, don't know. He, he just, I guess, works as like a mailer at the sports agency. And Topher Grace forgot that it was Valentine's Day, which yeah. they've only been dating for two weeks and he keeps saying that. Another thing he also keeps saying is that he's from Indiana. You have yeah. to understand. He's no, from every, Indiana. Every single scene, he introduces himself. He's as like, hi, I'm, I'm so Topher from Grace from Indiana. Yeah. I'm Eric Foreman from, you know, Wisconsin or something like that. Um, So he's all like trying to get, you know something together because he forgot it's valentine's day but like what do you do for someone that you've only been dating for two weeks for valentine's day yeah I feel like that's a that's a fair question yeah um so he finds out that she's a phone sex operator and he's Which all he like, finds out because he walks out of the restaurant that they were getting dinner in and she hears her doing a cat meowing voice and telling somebody that she's going to use her scratchy tongue to lick them okay so i was i was watching the phone sex scenes when she was doing it and she's got like different characters she's got different voices yeah, no, she's she improving she was doing good i was yeah. like okay girl why didn't you make this your full-time job the fuck anyway so he's all like i can't hang with that he's like i'm from indiana I, this, this is too this much is too me. much and she's that, like that not a joke that he actually says that. yeah he's like the craziest thing i've ever done in indiana is leave <laughs> it's like okay dude yeah you're in la like things are different here um so he finally realizes that he should love her for who she is and it doesn't matter what she's been doing yeah so he goes back to her and he's all like okay let's make this work so that was cute um our next couple is the old person couple i don't know their names uh i think frank the, and estelle yes the actors are 
uh, Shirley MacLaine. I know that. And the guy, I don't know his name, but he is from Princess Diaries. He is the bodyguard that falls in love with Julie Andrews. Do you remember that? Callback. I do now. Yeah. Uh, see, you said Princess Diaries this whole time. I thought you were talking about Princess Bride. And I was like, no! oh, is he the grandpa that reads the bedtime story? <laughs> no! <laughs> okay, I actually do remember him from that now. Which is funny, because like pretty much everyone from Princess Diaries is basically in this movie, except Julie Andrews. Yeah. She was well, like, no, fuck this shit. Yeah, movie. she's like, no, yeah. no, no. Um, so they're taking care of their grandson, and his grandson is lovesick. Um, so that's going on with him. We'll get back to that. Um, Will we? You have all this summarized? I Good do, Lord. yeah. I took notes, babe. Okay. Um, okay, so then it turns out with their plot line, um, it's revealed that Shirley MacLaine actually cheated on our Princess Diaries Which man. we find out because Emma Roberts' character is- Yeah. Oh, yeah, Emma Roberts is in we'll, this, too. We'll get, we'll get to this, but she's, long story short, she's having a sex talk with her employers. Yeah, uh, totally not she weird. she works as a nanny for, and the guy's like, well, he's like, back in my day, we used to have sex with just one person. I did it. And it's then Shirley MacLaine is just like- Shirley MacLaine, just Estelle, starts crying in the middle of this random conversation yeah. and just confesses that she's like, yeah, I cheated on you with your business partner while you were building stuff in Miami. Yeah, but she made it seem like he basically abandoned her. So, like, what is she going to do? You know? Is she going to wait for him? All right, we're going to have a discussion. <laughs> uh, but they get back together. They, they're they like, no, we still love each other. And, you know, you'll you'll forgive me. Uh, Shirley McLean's all like, you're going to forgive me. And I was like, damn, girl, get it. And he's like, yeah, I guess so. Um, so that was cute. I mean, what's he going to do? He's like 80. I know. What, are they going to divorce? Yeah, yeah no, he can't so do that. He's like, he he's like I'm stuck with you. Dies. And this like, was like, what? Like, in 1919 or something like that? 1920 or something? Whatever. I don't know how old they are. Doesn't count. Doesn't matter. So that was cute. Um, our next couple is Bradley Cooper and Julia Roberts. They are on an airplane, and they're sitting next to each other. They are strangers. And Julia Roberts is in the military. She's an active duty. She's a captain, actually. So girl boss queen over here. Um, and Julia Roberts... Uh, so Bradley Cooper and her are talking, and they're pretty flirty, to be honest. I don't know. It didn't come off as, like, something... Like No, I think you're supposed to kind of ship them, and it's like a misdirect for what their characters end up doing. Exactly, yeah. but we'll get to that later. Um, they definitely have chemistry. Yes, they're talking, and then she's talking about how, like, hey, I noticed that you don't like Valentine's Day candy that this random uh, air stewardess or uh, uh, flight attendant? What do we call them now? I feel like... Yeah, I think flight attendant. Flight attendant, okay, um, is giving out. So she's, like, reading him to Phil, saying that, like, you are a man who's scared of commitment and don't like Valentine's Day. And he's like, oh, my God, how do you know that? She's like, I'm in the military. That's what we're supposed to do. Kind of scary. Um, so we go to Eric Dane, who is a washed-up football player. Okay, he's not washed up. He made all pro last year. Oh, okay? sorry. Got him my for the bad. playoffs. <laughs> all right? Um, this is important. He's he's having a moment. He lives on yeah. the beach. He's like, I'm but he's sad. old. He's old. And uh, it's what... what <laughs> What's funny is that he's watching TV and the anchor is sitting there and they're talking about him. And she goes, maybe he should just all do us a favor and retire. <laughs> and I'm like, excuse me? Can you yeah. imagine if Woj said that? Hannah or Storm said, retire, bitch. <laughs> so he's all like, damn, this sucks. So he calls his PR agent, publicist, I guess. Yeah, he calls his publicist who then has a lunch with his agent. Yes. Uh, the publicist is... Jessica Biel. Yeah. Jessica Biel is also friends there with Jennifer. There are a lot of famous people in this movie. Yes. If you had a drinking game of like every time you see a famous person drink, you'd be drunk by the end of this movie. Uh, not even. The first act. Yeah, exactly. So she is a publicist, which is kind of weird because if he's a sports guy, I don't think they have publicists. Yeah, they, they, if you're if you're big enough, you do. A lot of guys do. Okay. Like stars do. Okay. 
Um, she's also friends with Jennifer Gardner, and she Jessica Biel is throwing a single hater party. Sad. It's a I hate single Valentine's Day yeah. party. You know, we've all been there. Um, and she's just having a moment here, but she uh, meets up with Jamie Foxx because he wants that quote unquote scoop. <laughs> yeah, he want, no, he wants an exclusive. Yeah, you know, at the press conference. Yes, and uh, so that's how they fall in love. Um, there's not much with her. She was just kind of like blindsided by her client who comes out as drum roll, please. He's gay. Wow. Shocker. Did you see that coming? I did not see that coming. I love, I love the quote because people were like, okay, you're gay, but are you still going to, are you still, are you going to retire? And he's like, no, I'm gay and I'm going to play. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I thought that the most notable part of her whole thing was like when she's like having this like mental breakdown in front of Jamie Foxx, who is covering her, but I guess like also they're going to date. So, you know. Not the most ethical journalist all around, Jamie Foxx. But yeah. um, they're, uh, you know, they're like, she's like having a mental breakdown in front of him. She's like, I'm going to be single forever and ugly. And it's like Jessica Biel yeah, okay. saying, yelling Bitch, this. Like, no. She's not even like, like they didn't even do like the ugly makeup or whatever. Yeah, like it's just her. Looks, it's her. And she's like, she's like, but I'm addicted to candy and my teeth are going to rot. And he's like, well, maybe you should eat some tofu. Yeah. And, uh, and then somehow she like falls over onto him into his arms. And she's like, my closest relationship with my, is with my Blackberry. Thank God it vibrates. Yeah, out yeah, of pocket no, there. It's, uh, and yeah, we just it's, slide right over that. Jamie yeah, Foxx no. is like, damn. Well, like, all right, whatever. Anyways, um, so yes, so it goes out to say that he's gay. Um, and then at the end of the movie, Jamie Foxx is kind of doing like a little piece about him saying like, you know, that's a man in love, and that's you know, I I can stand behind him metaphorically. Yeah, uh, uh, not the most mm, well-aged line from the movie. No, so um, we'll get back to who... Oh, what, no! He also asked if it will mean more house music in the locker room. And this is why athletes don't come out as gay. Well, this movie, <laughs> it's, it's kind of wild to think that this was, like, progressive for the time. Yeah, it's like two steps forward, one step back, basically. Yeah, I don't know, but it was, uh, it yeah, was. some of the dialogue did not age the best around it. No. But um, it did, it did genuinely surprise me. I was not expecting that to be his plot line in this movie. Yes. Uh, that was, like, previously, literally, like, every single couple was a heterosexual, heterosexual. like, you know, like, heteronormative, completely relationship. Yeah. And, and then, so, yeah, I mean, credit to them, I guess. Credit to Gary Marshall. Um, but guess who is his boyfriend? It is, drumroll please, motherfucking Bradley Cooper. Yeah. That was a huge surprise. And I've watched this movie and I completely forgot about who his boyfriend was. I knew he was gay. Yeah. Um, I was waiting for that, but I forgot. But it was Bradley Cooper. And he was ready to commit because his boyfriend came out. And yes. And was willing to acknowledge their relationship. Because because what happened was that Eric Dane crashed into George Lopez's car and he's like, why are people ordering flowers? They could just get them themselves. And he's like, well, some people like only think love is love if you're doing like a public display of affection. And yeah. he's like, he's like, that just gave me a great idea. A guy like, who I just fender bendered. Yeah. And he leaves. Um, and ruined their whole day because I broke their door and all their flowers fell out the back. Yeah. That was, oof. Yeah. I was like, I felt that. Cause that, I feel like everyone in a job has had that kind of moment where just everything. But at least he signed George Lopez's hat. So that was nice. Yeah. So he can make some money off of that. Um, our last kind of character is Emma Roberts and she's a high schooler and she's going to have sex during lunch. Yeah. With her, with her boyfriend. boyfriend. It's going to be for real the first romantic. Time. You know how we know that she's going to have sex with the first time? Because she, she tells she the teacher. She tells everyone. Yeah. Every single person that they're like, how's your day going? She's like, I'm going to have sex with my boyfriend for, for the, the first, first time. time. It's like, that is not something you need to announce to everyone. Well, also it's not something any teenager just would announce to a teacher. I don't yeah. think. I don't know. They had this like whole plan thing. It was kind of yeah. weird. Um, 
And she also is a nanny for the grandson who is lovesick. Yes. Who is the grand, grandson lovesick over? His teacher. Yeah. Jennifer Gardner. Well, and he's also sad it's because his mom is away at war. Uh-huh. Well, they don't explicitly say that. Yeah. He just says, I miss yeah, my mom. Yeah, you think his mom's dead the whole movie, but then it turns out Julia Roberts' character, his mom. Wow. <sighs> Anyways. And Bradley Cooper lent him his limo. So lent her his limo so that he could go spend more time. She could go spend more time with But he him. wasn't hitting on her because he's gay. No, he was being very respectful. Or he could be bi. We don't know. I mean, no, it just seemed like he loved love. Yeah, I think they just had a good friendship. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Emma Roberts, uh, going to have sex. So I guess like she, her house is like vacant, I guess. Is it one of these high schools that like can go off campus for lunch? I don't I know. I guess, yeah. I, I guess know. that's a thing some places. Yeah. Never with me. Um... And so her boyfriend goes and tries to set up everything, but her mom accidentally comes home and he's naked with a guitar. So our plan is foiled. Yeah. He My boy doesn't get his dick jumping wet. jumping out her window and then running down the street with a guitar yeah. covering his genitals. So how that ends is that I guess they're both going to different colleges on... And they decide to just make out. Yeah. Like that's fucking realistic. Um, we also have Taylor Swift and Taylor Lautner. They're kind of like a d-plot basically yeah they're like the comedic relief characters sort of but i didn't laugh at all yeah i don't know i'm sorry taylor tay tay you are i'm a swifty at heart but girl you are not good at acting um i think I she think was she fired her agent fairly shortly after the this movie right i don't know oh did you yeah. see that well i know that she like has her own agency and reps and controls all her own imaging now so yeah, I think she was, like, playing up her character that a lot of people thought she was, I mean, was, like, you know, if that's true, then she also chose to be in Cats, so, you yeah, know. Yeah, I would definitely fire my agent after I, What, she's gonna fire herself? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they are in love. They're high schoolers in love, and, you know, somehow get on the news. They get interviewed by the well, news. Well, the whole, there's, the news is just going around asking people what love means to them. Why are they at a high school? I don't know. I mean, I guess just to show the different age ranges. I don't know. Just be like, oh, like, we asked this old person, now let's ask a young person. Which is funny because Taylor Lautner and Taylor Swift, I think, briefly dated after this. Oh. Sources say. Good for them. TMZ says. Crazy kids. Crazy kids. So, uh, oof, that was a lot of plot. I'm sorry. Thanks for everyone for sticking by. It's a lot to explain because this movie is fucking messy as hell. But I'm going to be honest, I kind of enjoyed this movie. Did you? Uh, it wasn't good, but it wasn't bad. It was mid. I had a fun time watching, and the plots kept... I think the plots kept it interesting. Yeah, Inter I mean, there was enough bouncing around to, like, keep me from going to sleep during some of the weaker parts or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm I, never going to voluntarily watch this again. But, but I won't tell you to not watch it. Like, you know, if you like rom-coms, I suppose you may enjoy it. Yeah, it was... It, it was, wasn't the worst romantic comedy I've ever seen. It really wasn't. I, w I was going in thinking that this was going to be fucking It's like awful. a lot of pretty people, and it, it, there's a lot of scene it's changes, like, yeah. and it's kind of weirdly directed, and that there's just, like, all these random shots of just, like, people making out and, like, yeah. people's feet and, like, putting on seatbelts. But other than that, it's, it's... The stories, like, I, I mean, you have to give credit to the, the screenwriters for, like, making everyone connected and not being, like really uncomprehensive you know what i mean i guess yeah i don't know i just you didn't like it ah uh, i didn't hate it but you didn't like it no i'm trying to be nice it's Valentine's no just Day. no 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 just just give it to me what, what what i mean i just thought it was kind of a mess you know i i thought that the whole idea of doing like a love story movie about all the different people who make the different parts of like love 
in an economic environment tick and flow and all of that stuff is like sort of interesting i just think it's like it, there's too many characters yeah. i don't feel like i really care about any of them and the ones that they chose to center the movie on the are in my opinion the weakest characters. who do you think they should have centered on then oh god oh see yeah i don't know and uh, you, you didn't even wait no we did mention frank and estelle that's how long the summary was but i forgot <laughs> yeah. that we mentioned <laughs> Um, I think they should have focused on Bradley Cooper and Eric Dane, but you know what? That's just me. Um, I think they that would have been... They did get the least screen time together by far. But I think for the sake oh. of the movie... It's cracked my neck. Oh, it's Valentine's Day getting to you? Yeah, I guess so. Um, but yeah, for the sake of the movie, they wanted to keep it a secret, I think. But yeah, the dialogue wasn't the greatest. It was pretty cheesy. But I feel like... The he... first time that Topher Grace reveals that he's from Indiana, some uh, his fellow employee... At the office, again, this is like at his place of work, goes, yeah, he's from Indiana, dude. They only, they only celebrate Love Your Cousin Day there. Okay, well, we laughed at that. We chuckled. No, I, I defend the good people of Indiana. We were hoping to have one of them on our podcast, and I think that they get a bad rap. <laughs> okay. Oh, we, talk, we I totally forgot about Queen Latifah. Uh, yes, so Queen she, Latifah was basically like this movie. She was like, the like Devil Eric Dane's uh, Rich Paul, basically. Yes. She was his agent. Yes. And so at the end of the movie, she gets a call from someone because Queen Latifah knows that Anne Hathaway is a sex worker. Yeah, basically. because for some reason, Anne Hathaway is not getting these calls on her cell phone. She's like, no, just call my workplace yeah. where I'm temping. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. But uh, she finds out and she's like, listen, as long as you get your work done, I don't, really don't care what you do. And I'm like, yes, queen. Yes, girl boss queen. Um, but she gets a call from, I guess, assuming Anne Hathaway is one of her clients called that number. Yeah. And so Queen Latifah gets into it. She's like, yeah, no, we're not going to talk about that. Um, it's very racist. I'm not going to say it's not my place. But if you need to look it up, just look it up. But uh, yeah. So there's a lot of things that didn't really age that well in this movie, um, but overall, I think it's a, kind of a comfort movie, maybe to watch with your girlfriends, not with your date. <laughs> yeah, no, I cannot in good conscience advise you to make this like a first date movie. Yeah. Or, I mean, you probably wouldn't be going on a first date on Valentine's Day anyway, but... That'd be pretty stupid. Yeah, like, you know, if you if you, if you like watching bad movies with your partner, as as I do, it, it was an okay movie to watch yeah. ahead of Valentine's Day. Was it Day. too long? Yeah, absolutely. It's way too long. It's That's the other long. thing. There's just, they could have just cut out one of these couples, and the movie would have been like 20 minutes shorter and probably better. Who, who would you want to cut out? Taylor Lautner and Taylor Swift, but they had to put her in because it's Taylor Swift. That's yeah, the no, draw. I mean, she, she, you know, t today was a fairy tale. Oh yeah, she also sings in the movie, but not really. It's just they use her song. Yeah, they use her song, but then like her character walks in and you're like, oh my God, ah, that's who's singing this. Uh, How is she singing and on screen? This is crazy. Definitely could have done without the Ashton Kutcher paw line, like, even though that was. Yeah, like, that's what's wild. It's like, he's the main character and he's the least likable one. Exactly. And just like the Jennifer Garner thing, like they just did not really have chemistry. They didn't. At all. They're like, oh, we're friends. It's like, cool. But like, what? They yeah. just end up together. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Just... Yeah, there are better rom-coms out there, but this yeah. one's okay. It's It's harmless. If you want to see pretty people on, on screen, there you go. Yeah. That's how I can say it. Like, if you just want, like, if you want to, you know, like, if you want to, like, watch a movie with your mom or something. You'd watch that with your mom? Yeah, well, like. Even the Anne Hathaway something. part? Like, with your parents or something. Well, okay, actually, never mind. I can't. Uh, well, 
I don't know. If you just background, it, it's a good background. It's a good movie. background noise movie where you could just like put it on and then you just look up and you're like, oh wow, I've seen, I've heard of that person. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. There's our consensus. It's like it's like the MCU for older moms. Yes. Yeah. Because you know what? Gary Marshall was like, this was a hit. I better make New Year's Day and Mother's Day. I'm not watching those. We I can not. promise you that. I, I promise you, you. I will quit the podcast. Well, because you Leah, can find a new co-host. Leah Michelle's on New Year's and Day. And a we new don't, husband. We don't support Leah Michelle in this household. Oh, okay. Um, but I'm yeah. Nope. Nope. Don't, don't, don't go there. <laughs> uh, so does, but does this movie get you in the mood for Valentine's Day? No. <laughs> wow. Okay. You weren't feeling the love? Not really. Not even the know. old it couple? Just, I didn't really feel the chemistry between anyone. What? I felt the chemistry between Eric Dane and Bradley Cooper in that one scene. I guess, maybe, but that was one scene. Exactly. I don't know. I just didn't think any of the people that we're supposed to think are, like, madly in love yeah. seemed all that in love. It felt like a very commercial movie. Yeah. I felt like, oh, that's what it is. This movie is just a long commercial for L.A., because it's set in LA. It is well shot and like the scene, the scenery is pretty. Yeah. Uh, there was a bunch of places where I was like, oh, I know what that is. Having the guy's house on the Venice Canal was a cool touch. Like who wouldn't want to live there? Fun fact. Know? That's where I found out where the Venice Canals were. I didn't even know there was Venice Canals until oh. I watched this movie. And okay. I was like, well, better go visit. And now well, that's the place where you go. Well, uh, you know, if we're getting into trivia, um, did you know that two of the actors in this movie are related? Who? Julia Roberts is Emma Roberts. Oh, oh. right, right, right. Yeah. And Nepo baby. Nepo baby. She's not that good of an actress. I thought she was fine in this movie. She was not the worst actress, uh, the worst person in this movie. Who was? Era Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> honestly, it was, no, honestly, it was like Taylor Lautner or Taylor Swift. That was the point, though. Yeah, They're I, supposed to be annoying. I guess. Uh, but now you can tell why Taylor Lautner doesn't get any acting roles anymore. Yeah, like he's actually an actor and is not good. Like Taylor Swift did it as like a side hustle. Yeah. That yeah. was like her Anne Hathaway. That was her side quest. Yeah. <laughs> Taylor Swift out here doing side quests. like, all right, I want, to, I want to be in a movie. And they're like, okay, we got a great one for you. They probably just wrote the character for her. Yeah. Seems like it. I don't know. Probably. Anyways. Uh, all right. Well, that sucks. I thought I would get you in the mood for Valentine's Day and you can do something nice for me, but I guess not. I'm going to do that anyway. I don't need a movie to do that. Okay. We'll see. Because love is one, the last shocking thing we can do. And the, you know, I'm going to shock you by giving you a good valentine's day even though you made me sit through this <laughs> uh anyways uh if you like this episode and you want to listen to anything else that we do i guess more episodes you can find us on apple podcast or spotify you can also find us on twitter um uh, yeah anything else no do you have a movie coming up in your mind or you have not decided i have not decided. because you were so busy planning well, no, our valentine's not, day sure yeah yeah that's it that's that's it. why mm -hmm. i'm too focused on actual valentine's day i've not thought of a movie but we will be back at some point probably yes okay everyone stay safe out there <laughs>